we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. This is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, Matthew McFarland. Are you okay? <laughs> Barely hanging on. You just stroked out a little bit. I did. And for those who who won't li- are listening to <laughs> for this. For those of you who don't know because no one else is here but you and I, great. We're doing great. You're on... You are sharp as a tack today. I had to stop. I was like, um, what am, what podcast am I doing again? Oh yeah. And I had to I had to stop. Yeah, this and start. isn't gleep. I know. Yeah. I know that you, you know, have other things and you're doing other things with other people and you're better than me, whatever. It's fine. But this is uh, I'm sorry. Bravo, so welcome. I'm s- I didn't know it was gonna affect you this way. No, I'm just so glad that you're here. How you doing? You doing okay? I'm doing great. How are, are you? Well? you? I'm doing well. Um I did want to say um, it's been a very, very um, dark and scary week in the real world. Um, Not only what happened in Texas, but not to mention the two that happened just in our very own subways here in New York. Um, So I hope everyone's okay. And I hope that we can provide just a brief little break from that for the next 20 minutes. Um, Because we really only have two shows to talk about. Yeah, we do. Um, the the before we get into our shows though today, I think we need to talk about the Southern Charm trailer, which looks phenomenal, so good. And again, like I, you know much more about the show than I do. I've only watched one season, but even I was like, this looks great. Okay, so Madison is engaged, which is crazy to me. I mean, we all knew this from social media, but like we're gonna get more into this. It looks like there's some kind of wedding. Um, Shep and his girl are having issues. Uh, is Naomi is back and it's revealed that her and Craig have hooked up recently, which I was shocked about because uh, you like, are? come on, it's Craig. I know, but I want to know the time frame. Like, was it page time frame? Cause that will stir up some drama. By the way, speaking of Paige, glad to see that she will be on the show in some respect, knew that she would be, but also just stacking her up against the other ladies on that show. She's just such a 10. Yeah. Craig should be her obedient servant. I'm just so annoyed. I think he's going to be. I think we're going to see that on he this better series. Be. I won't stand for yeah. anything less. It's going to be. It's going to be a great season. I'm just very, very excited. So Me y'all, too. get ready for Southern Charm. I also wanted to say I saw on Bravo News that Dr. Jen has filed for separation from Ryan. I mean, I'm thrilled. I think that's wonderful. And do you think it's a separation because he won't agree to a divorce? I mean, because you can legally separate uh, without the other party's consent, but divorce has to be mutual. Consent. Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't know that. That's why I, I'm because I, I'm just wondering why not just get a divorce. Maybe that's like it's the first step. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's just doing this to see if he'll come step around, up. change his entire personality, and if not, the big D, the big D, BDE divorce. Oh, <laughs> big divorce energy. I, or Dallas. It's called there, the big D. Oh, yeah. I or the other that. thing. I just wasn't sure where you were going. <laughs> Hi, Eddie. <laughs> that was totally that was totally on track. I don't know no, why I'm, you. I'm just picking on I'm you. I'm like, I. it was one mistake at the beginning of this podcast. Okay. This is fun. This is great. We're doing great. So what do you want to start with? We have two wonderful shows. They both delivered. I actually kind of liked having just these two and having the be so good. 
I know. Well, we have. Well, we're going to be about doing quality, not quantity. We're so. going to be doing Dubai next week. We've How also got Southern Charm coming for that. I'm very excited for Dubai. Yeah, I'm a little apprehensive and a little bit nervous, but only because I had a really hard time following the one preview we got this episode. I think it was during Beverly Hills. Yeah. But I think it's just because I didn't have context of what was going on and I don't know any of the characters yet. So yeah. I was just like completely like, what is happening? Like, they were already fighting and I wasn't sure what it was about. I was intrigued. I just wanted more information. Yeah, I need to know what's happening. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So we'll have three to talk about next week. Yeah. And then eventually Southern Charm. Yay. In June, I believe. And again, y'all, as soon as we find out when Ultimate Girls Trip Part 2 airs, we'll tell you. We're... We're waiting with bated breath just as much as you are. Waiting for the world to change, but <laughs> for now, we just got to. Yeah, we'll be a little bit shorter today because we have Atlanta and Beverly Hills. And let's start with Atlanta. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Marlo is building... The Hamptons. The Hamptons. I in, love that. Uh, in Atlanta. Because we got Chateau Charest, we've got uh, Moore Manor, and now we've got the Hamptons. Which I'm obsessed with. I think it's great. Uh, her contractor seems... Very competent. Yeah, he's got it going on, and he Even is Kenya like... Kenya was like, you're on top of it. Well, I love how Kenya's like, yeah, I've, you know, I've done more manor. I know a lot about building homes, so I'm, I'm the queen of it all. Even though she is like, we'll talk about this later, she's kind of a good person to have around when you're building. Oh, I agree. Um, Marlo, I love Marlo pretending like she's not the one that always talks about money and who's making money and where they make their money. But then, of course, when the finger gets pointed at her it's like what are you talking about she was like well, who talks about this this is so absurd and it's like girl you're the worst one truly but i do love seeing kenya and marlo be friends but also still like spar with each other yeah but not it it but it doesn't go to a nasty level exactly yeah i really enjoy that it's lot. fun um i just the- i know we're gonna get into this more next week when he doesn't show up to whatever rendezvous they've planned but the Sheree and Tyrone thing, man, just really bumps me out. It just, I just feel like it's the red flags are so loud and red. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I mean, He's on here's the arrest. thing. I don't know. You know, I think, I think the problem with what's gonna happen next week in the episode, and we'll find it all out. But I think he like had a like a hang up with his either parole officer or letting the the offsite be approved. Right. So I think that's what's really the issue. It's not like he doesn't want to be there because it looks like, oh, the, the the attorney's on the phone. We're trying to figure this out. It's yeah, not like, they're really good at making it seem not like good. he's a bad guy. I, I'm I'm if Sheree's happy, I'm happy because I'm I'm happy to see Sheree happy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I do love Sheree. She's just a mess yeah. to me. I don't know. Um, okay. I I, oh, I feel like I say this all the time when he shows up, but Doctor Ken, man, I don't know. So I don't think Dr. Ken is a real doctor and I'm really shocked. Like Dr. That, Phil. Yeah. It's almost the same space. This guy is just gunning for screen time on every show he can get on. Yeah. We've seen him on married to medicine. We've seen him on Atlanta. I feel like we've seen him on everything. Like this guy is making the rounds and his advice is always so problematic. Well, like, I'm sorry, this whole, like basically suppress your anger and your hurt and all of your frustration, all of those negative feelings suppress them for 30 days and if you don't you have to be the servant to the other person in what world i don't know i i'm not saying drew is easy but ralph is a fucking psycho pardon my language he is psychotic yeah he's crazy sitting there acting like he is a prince that he just wanted to please her he just wanted to make her whatever and again 
I get that like Drew maybe should have just found a way to bring up the the points that she wanted to make without ruining the moment. But I agree with her that like, I'm sorry, we have so many problems and we're yeah. super fractured right now that like just throwing a nice dinner bandaid on it isn't going to solve gonna work. anything. Yeah. Like for me to sit there and pretend like nothing's wrong, that's delusional. Yeah. Like wh- that doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm with her on that. And I just feel like Dr. Ken kind of, built Ken up and then kind of made Drew seem like she was the one that like wasn't being sensitive to Ralph's feelings. Well, no, and that's, but that's the Dr. Ken's way. Dr. Ken's way is like the man is the man of the house and you have to obey the man. And you know, the wife has to be this and that. Like even when he was saying what the other would have to do for the day that they were like it's the very- servant of the other, he was like, so, you know, Drew, if, if Ralph, if, if Ralph is bad, he'll have to help take care of the kids and do some chores around the house. And I'm like, you should be doing that anyways. And, and then for Ralph, yeah. it was like, you'll have to have sex five times a day with him, Drew. And Drew's sitting there being like, what What's happening? am I living in? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Speaking of what world am I living in, um, Safari and Patrick making a dominatrix appearance. I, when nowhere. I saw them coming up, I was like, are we watching Candy and the Gang? Are we watching Real Housewives of Atlanta? And then I realized, oh my gosh, this is Atlanta. Yeah. They're doing a crossover event. 100%. Safari is really jumping into the family business. Let's be real. She had her tatas out. Yeah. And Patrick I loved Patrick. Super embarrassed. He was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. He was in the full leash. And he was like, I'm here. And I'm, you know. I'm all for Candy doing the candy coated, like, uh, like after hours, like line. Situation. And all that. No, I think, and being all sex positive and all that stuff. Like, I think that's great. I am though, like Kenya, where I'm like, what does this have to do with New York and the trip? I just, I'm confused. I was a little bit of both. I was on both sides of that fence. Yeah, but that's just that's just candy. I feel like candy's all about the shock and awe. Like that's really what she wants. It's just people yeah, to be like, yeah, and like to get everyone to like loosen up and just relax. Um, I love when Kenya freaked out about the fact that it was a couple's trip, but then they cut to her being like, "Oh, I'll bring a date." Yeah, <laughs> if we're bringing dates, I'll bring a date. It's like, girl, come on, come on. And again, Sheree doesn't have a date. Yeah. And, well, I guess Tyrone is supposedly supposed to show up, and then neither does. Um, uh, Marlo. Yeah, so, so they're all good. Yeah, it's just a big group trip. It's yeah, like we don't need to make it. You know, a couple. A thing. couple's trip. Um, people need to be okay being on their own. <laughs> and being, truly, yeah, standing in their own power. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was excited to see them go to New York City because that's where we live. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Now, anytime I see it on the TV, I'm like, oh, that's where I live. Love um, the again. We've talked about this already, but love the candy's getting into producing. Yeah, so she was thoughts of a colored man, which we missed. Yeah, we did. But the piano lesson, we will not. It's coming this fall. Very and excited. She's about producing it. that one as well. I I thought that she was on because they just announced a bunch of celebrities that joined the producing team for a strange loop, and I thought that she, she is. Was on I thought it. she is on that. Yeah, her and RuPaul. I thought were. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I read the wrong article, but she's well, definitely... Well, that one we're seeing ASAP. On What's What Happens Live, she definitely talked about piano lessons. So that is for sure uh, okay. one of hers. Um, I'm all about that. She yeah. should be producing on Broadway. She wants to get her EGOT. She's got to get it. Yeah. Now, what did you think about the Candy and Todd apartment conversation? So, okay. So here's a couple things. I, I'm kind of with... Who was it? Marlo and Sheree talking about the streets. Like... We've seen in the past, we don't know if we can trust Todd. And him having this, like, random apartment somewhere is a little bit sketchy. But then when I saw the apartment and how empty it was and how, like, barren, I was like, he's not bringing girls over to this place right now. It's completely empty. You know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, I get where 
Candy's coming from being also like, if we do this apartment up and we have this like basically home in New Jersey and you're going out with your buds and your friends or whatever, and you got this place, like it's weird. And then it's also her name's not in it. It's just, there's a bunch of stuff that I, I completely get where Candy's coming from. Cause she's like, she doesn't try. I mean, and she should trust her husband, but like, but it also like, uh, yeah, I, I think I saw both sides of it. Like, uh, Todd wants something that's his yeah, and it's a part of his life. You know, he wants that feeling that candy gets back in Atlanta cause that's her turf. He exactly. Wants turf, yeah. Which I totally get. Uh, and he wants to have something where he can spruce it up and leave it for his kids and whatever. And I, yeah. I understand, but I also get candy being like, if it's going to be ours, like, then we need to spruce it up and we need to come here. But are we really going to do that? And if we're not, then what's the point? Yeah. Like, let's rent it out. Let's use it that way. But if not, let's just sell it. Like I, from a financial standpoint, I think candy won the argument fair and square. Well, yeah. Candy also knows what she's doing. Yeah. It's like, it's, it just doesn't make any sense at the end of the day. I went back and forth with it. I like that they talked it out and didn't get too heated about it in front of everybody. I don't know. I thought it was nice that they talked it out. I loved when they were in the apartment though. And Kenny was like, okay, this is what I would do. You're going to do this. You're going to move this out. You're going to open these windows. You're going to take this. You're going to update this. I was obsessed. I think that's Kenya. I would put Kenya in on HGTV. Yeah. Speaking of which though, I thought everyone's stories, like the, the sex stories that they told to get the better room. I thought they were all so stupid. This, the dumbest one was Kenya's though. I can't believe they gave. Well, they gave it to her because she went through a lot of trouble to crack that crack story. that story and get it all going. <laughs> um, I didn't know that Candy and Drew didn't wear their wedding rings. The, okay, it's weird that the men wore, wear them and the women don't. Even though you would think that, especially be Ralph. The Ralph was the one stepping out. So Drew, I mean, I from Drew's standpoint, I understand. Like she's like, I, her fingers were swollen or something, right? And she took it off and she just never started well, then, wearing yeah, it again. Yeah, then she was pissed at Ralph for being an idiot. So yeah. She didn't, yeah. And that's the thing is like, I get why she hasn't put it back on. Cause she's like, this man is, you know, I don't feel the connection. Like, why would I wear this promise if I don't feel the promise being respected? Yeah. Yeah. Candy is just like, I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I wear lots of jewelry. Like it, she has probably take it on and off for photo shoots and stuff. And like her and Todd's marriage is solid. Yeah. Like, they're fine. Regardless of what you've heard or what people think. Well, like, I think the two of them honestly have a solid, like understanding solid relationship. Their foundation's good. Part of me does. You think- cannot say the same thing about Drew and Ralph. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Drew and Ralph, we get to this dinner where they're all at. Yikes. And Kenya brings up something that I'm shocked when like none of us have made the connection with before that Ralph reminds her of Mark. They're the same. They're the same person. person. They truly are the same person. Sociopath, narcissistic, crazy, crazy men, men who just leech off women. Yeah. And gaslight people into submission. It's crazy. But I'm glad that she brought it up because I think it's good. It's good to have Drew see that someone's on her side. Right. And call him out and call out Ralph at the table and Kenny be like, you know, if if it was me, that would not. But fly. I love that the women were so behind her. And then within two seconds also flipped to be like, Drew, you're also tough and can't admit when you're wrong sometimes, i.e. about Sheree. Yes. I do agree. Like Drew, I'm sorry. Like I said last week, if anyone I hired, I heard was like, talking shit about someone that I wasn't on a reality show with or a friend of mine. I was like, Ooh, no, it's messy. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. I don't want to get implicated. There are a thousand people out there. that can be my assistant. Let's just fire this dude. Yes. The fact that Drew's keeping him around when she has what four assistants now, like it's bullshit. Yeah. She can easily replace him. Like it's, it's obvious that either. Okay. Well like this is going to be bad. It's obvious that either she has a soft spot for him or 
he's got dirt on Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> so, cause that's where my or mind she's goes. Try, or like, yeah, keep, uh, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Maybe she's trying to see like what exactly is going on with him before she cuts him loose. See, cause that's the thing. It's like, obviously this is not the first time that this gay rumor has been brought up to Drew. No, we knew that she had this brought up to her last episode. So there has been time to let this guy go. I don't know if Ralph knew the allegations yet at this point, but for Sheree to be like, yeah, Here's the text message. He says he's got scoop on Ralph, and the scoop is that Ralph is gay. You I would think I'm say, lying? I would say, excuse me for a moment. I would go to the hallway, take out my phone, call him, and fire him immediately. Yeah. But it's, no, she wants to know. She wants to know. Weird. Or he's like blackmailing. He's like, keep me on. It's weird. And I won't let everyone know, like, really what's going down with Ralph. It's weird. It's juicy. All right. I think that's all we have for Atlanta. Okay. What do you want to do? Well, let's move to the only other show we have this week, which is Beverly Hills. I knew as I was saying it, I was like, yeah, what no are we going to do? Asking this? Uh, so first thing I want to say, I was in L.A. last week for a wedding, okay. right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. In the last two weeks? In the last weeks? two weeks, yeah. Uh, and when when I watched Los Angeles and seeing places like La Quinta, like Palm Springs on my TV, I miss it. Uh-huh. Going there... You're like, no, this is all smoke and mirrors, <laughs> but it makes it look so incredible. The the editors and the cinematographers at Bravo are great at making anywhere like selling sunset. That sh- strip of street that the Oppenheim group is on next to blue Mercury is trash. Yeah. Sunset Plaza is trash <laughs> and they make it look like it is the most magical place in the entire world. Yeah, it's true. It's not. <laughs> But, you know, I do love I do love my Beverly Hills. That's all I wanted to say. I feel like the top of the episode really, like, took off. Like, the women arrived to Crystal's and sat down and were like, okay, let's go. And scene, let's start. We all have stuff to talk about, uh, which I appreciate. I was like, yeah. let's just get started. Um, ooh, Dorit's panic attacks. Move. It's, the voicemail made me very, very sad. Yeah, it's it's becoming more clear that she's actually suffering. R- th- yes, it's it's the front that she's putting on for the cameras is is just that it's a front. Yeah, because the way that she breaks down and she knows the cameras are there, like she's not, like I feel like she would try to hide it, but like it's so debilitating that she just it, it's destroying her. Yeah, and I feel yeah. so terrible. Um, I. Uh, I get why Kyle is so bothered by sudden. I do. I mean, I think all of us are, especially yeah. with what she has to say with the whole Dorit stuff. But, oh, I wouldn't have brought her up when she wasn't there, especially in front of Garcelle. Yeah. But that was a bad move. Uh, I'm glad that Garcelle put the kibosh on it. I thought it was a little shady. She brought it up later, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, but I love, you're you're so right about the shots of LA because watching Kyle in the car headed to La Quinta, I was like, God, I miss driving, but yeah. I don't, I don't, because you know the street is never looking like that. It's no. always you're backed up in traffic. Anywhere coming from like Beverly Hills, like up, even know the Valley. Like I, I had to take that drive from the Valley to yeah, Redondo can't... Beach, the South Bay. Like that is literally further than people drive in their entire lives. Yeah, it's insane. Um, sorry. We're it, literally ranting about Los Angeles. That's not what we're talking about. Beverly it Hills. It totally tracks though that Kyle is a jack in the box. Person. She's such a, and it's funny because later the girls who were driving to looking to themselves, they got Wendy's. Oh and yeah. And I, cause it was like, did. it was like Rena Garcelle and Erica and they got Wendy's and I was like, okay, jack in the box or Wendy's. 
Jack in the Box that are tacos, but I feel like I only want Jack in the Box like late night when I'm feeling like gross. Same. But like Wendy's, I definitely could go for like a chocolate but frosty see, and Gar- fries. Garcelle said In and Out, so I was hoping they were gonna get In and Out because that is the, the that's well, the that's crown jewel. that's all I want is In and Out now. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of which, I love that the girls got made roadies for themselves. Okay. Technically illegal, but whatever. But, I mean, yes, 100%. But I mean, none of them are driving and it's like a limo kind of. I mean, if it's a car service. I oh, guess yeah. If it's a car service, I don't know. It's different. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know the rules. No chance that they're going to be driving. So whatever. Um, Diana is doing so many new things this trip between the roadies and the going to a store. I, she's okay <laughs> experiencing all these new things well here's the thing it's like also wild that her team comes before her to get her set up like she lives this ultra luxe life she's killing it and it's not fake like it's 100 percent real the shopping thing i'm like girl there's no way you've never like been shopping before she's like oh i don't i don't now she doesn't do stores now designers send her stuff but yeah. like being like oh this is a store what do i spend my money here yeah, like Chris, crystal's on. like i'm all about a sale take me to an outlet give me yeah. a sale i'll wear it a hundred times and i know. love i love going to the outlet malls those are like you spend you like spend a whole day there you just yeah. pop around it's it's great speaking of which i think kyle's Brand is very Palm Springs. Yes, it's so in Palm I think Desert. that the store is going to be perfect. There. If you guys want to find out where it is, it's at the shops at Palm Desert. I looked it up. So yeah, her losing her mind when she arrived. Like, oh my god, this isn't done. This isn't done. But then fully admitting, oh, I do everything at the last minute. Okay, wait. <laughs> Pause on that because I actually do have something I want to say. Um, there was this intern running around with a clipboard pre-party. Oh, Kyle's is about to be here. This isn't done. You got to get this going. I was like, wow, this intern is incredible and deserves to be like hired on full time. Then they reveal the name of who it is. And it's Teddy Mellencamp. It's not some, just some random brunette girl that was hired on by the staff. I I had a double take. It took me by shock and surprise how casually Teddy Mellencamp entered the scene without any notification. And then they reveal who it is. And then she's gone. Like a breath in, like a breath in the wind, like a breath in the wind, flash in the pan. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like a breath in the, I mean the breath in the wind, same thing. Cause okay. it's all air. Dust in the, like dust in the wind. Gone like dust in the wind. But like, she does not look good as a brunette. I'm going to, I'm just going to say it right now. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't know it was her, but like, maybe that's the point. Not the look for her. I think, well, I think honestly, I thought the same thing. She wants to be unrecognizable. She wants to be incognito. I get it. Yeah. If I were, I'd want to be the price of too. fame. I hate to be so mean, but I just don't like Teddy. Um, the event looked cute though. It looked nice. It did. It made me really sad when everyone was getting ready for the event, when Dorit was talking about how she hasn't lately been feeling up to getting dressed and putting herself together. She's like, I've just been like going through the motions, but like, this is the first time I've kind of put myself uh, together, put makeup on, put whatever. And I, it made me really sad. Like Arcel said, uh, cause that's what she likes to do. That's her it's passion, obnoxious. Yeah. Like we used to make fun of her for it, but now I'm like, Oh no, I would give anything for you to make us all 45 minutes late. <laughs> But I also I also get it because I don't think she wants to be like posting or posing or flaunting anything that she has anymore. No. She's like, I was literally robbed. No, I think she's just trying to put one foot in front of the other at this yeah, point. Make it through each day. Oh, gosh, I feel so bad for her. She is. Who would have thought like, I mean, what season is Dorit on? Like season six or seven of her own? Maybe that's too much. Maybe I'm jumping. The no, gun no, I here. think you're right. But like at the beginning, I used to call her Dorito. I hated her. I was like, who's this fake lady? She's let a lot of walls down and has let yeah. a lot of things go. And, and I, now I'm like, wow, my she's heart. She's much more real than she ever has been, in my opinion. It's amazing. Amazing to see. Uh, okay, so 
Dorit and Sutton like kind of make up at this event with Kyle. Like they basically are like, you this that's not what you meant. Dorit or, or Sutton kind of like is like, you know, I went through similar things and it's just really hard for me, which is why I guess it came off as insensitive. And, you know, I'd never mean that, like, all those things I said. Yeah, if Sutton were more emotionally intelligent when all of this happened, she would have just been honest with everyone, and Kyle included, and just said, you know what? I can, I, I'm feeling something very strongly emotionally about this. I think it has to do with my history with guns in my so life. So I'm just going to not so I'm acknowledge just gonna, it. I'm just yeah. tapping out. Dorit, I, like, I, I love you. I just, I'm just, I need to tap out. It's a lot. You know what I mean? I think that the women would have been way more receptive to that. It's honest. It's more direct. Like, yeah, but then now it seems almost like Dorit's trying to like one up her. You know what I mean? Or like be like, well, my problems are just Sutton. As, you mean? Sorry, that's what did I say? Dorit? Yeah, so yeah, I meant Sutton. Sorry, I, I agree. I just feel well, and it, that may not be true, but it, just fe- it, it feels, feels that, that way, way now because, because of the way that she, now. yeah, the way that she revealed that information. Yeah, I'm not saying she's doing that, but that's just kind of the appearance. I think all the rest of the ladies are getting as well, which is why Kyle is so upset because she's like. Dorit or Sutton. I keep getting them mixed up. I'm sorry. These blonde, these blonde ladies in Beverly Hills. They're all being crazy. It's hard to keep track. But that's why Kyle, I think is so upset at Sutton. Cause she's like, okay, well yeah, but the way that you're bringing it up now, it just seems it's very off. Everything is very off putting the way that you're handling the situation. Yeah. Cause it was very cold and obtuse and, and kind of rude the first time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And now only after kind of being talked about, like for, you know, a couple rounds. Now we're getting to the point where we're like, oh, well now I'm ready to talk about what really is going What's on really in happening. Head. I don't yeah. know. It just all seemed very weird. And then when Garcelle brings it up later at back at the house, uh, I don't know. I, I, it was weird because I feel like everyone was having completely different conversations. Yes. And just no one was sort of listening to each other at all. Like that I was totally exactly what was happening. Where each of them are coming from, but I don't feel like anything, any of them had to do with the other. You know what I mean? Yes. Like where Kyle was coming from in terms of how she felt about what Sutton said about Dorit and her predicament. And then what Sutton had to say about Kyle's feelings about it. And then Crystal coming in with how she was triggered by Kyle's reaction to what Sutton said and how it reminded her about last year. And then you also have Diana coming after Sutton as well. It just seemed like everyone was in their own feelings. Yeah. And it really didn't have to do with the other. I mean, it did because everyone's sort of involved, but like they were all just missing each other. I think they're all were also slightly overserved. I mean, they had roadies. Like, let's be real. They had been drinking the whole day. Because I don't, I don't, I I don't think that Kyle or Dorit wanted to tell (laughs) Crystal that, like, she had no right feeling violated last year. I think that they just, like, disagreed with the assessment, which is... And the choice of words is, like, what there was... Which is just semantics and is, like, agree to disagree. And I think that, like, what Sutton and Kyle were getting into is, like, we can... I guess agree to disagree. Sutton can think that she was being sensitive and just came out wrong, but Kyle can feel like, no, you were being insensitive and now you're just trying to cover your tracks. Yeah. It got way out of hand and then Crystal started crying and I just, I don't know. It all just got really warped. My mom. Okay. I need to bring up my mother because she called me in a rage this morning (laughs) before we got on the pod, but how much she just hates Erica Jane. Okay, I know Erica is super problematic and she has no sympathy for victims and she is being a a huge bitch and is just super nasty, but I'm eating it up. I think it's great TV. And, but my mom is just so angry. (laughs) Well, we watched Erica and Christine Quinn on Watch What Happens Live. 
two peas in a pod, except Christine like out evils Erica, I think. Erica was sitting there giggling, being like, I am so glad you are sitting next to me right now because I look like a saint. Yeah. Um, I think it's all going to get sorted out next week because it looks like Crystal's going to go right back to throwing something under the bus in two ships of a lamb's tail next week. Uh, because she, two, two ships on a lamb's tail, two shakes of a lamb's tail. That is a legitimate saying. It's going to be like, and you're not taking Don't my breath step to me. A breath in the wind is a not real. A breath in the wind, flash in the fire, crazy man over there. I never said flash in the fire. You have to roll the tape. We had a producer here. He would, or she would, or they would just throw, so throw you under the bus. Well, these are two great episodes. It was a fun week. I yeah. Mean, see, we filled a half an hour of talking for only two shows. Like, I think that's great. Yeah. We, we you know, we wanted to, you, you know, at least mention what we could, but yeah, we've got Dubai coming. We've got Southern charm coming. We've got so many other shows on their way. So the world is on fire and I'm glad we have these things to distract us. Yes. Truly. We need a break sometimes. So hope you all enjoyed the break. If you aren't already, make sure you're subscribed to wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google play music, iTunes, or Spotify. And make sure you follow us on social media. We're at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. And we will see y'all next time. Have a great week, y'all. Bye.